0: I got some half-price cracked ice, miles and miles of carpet tiles, TVs, deep the David Bowie LPs, ball games, gold chains. What's the names? And adder push some Trevor Francis tracksuits from a mushy shepherd's bush, 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 push, bush, push, bush, 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 bush. No income tax, no VAT, no money back, no guarantee. Black or white, rich or poor, we'll cut prices at a stroke. God Hookie Street. Viva Hooky street. street. Long live Hooky Street. Say magnifique Hooky Street. Magnifique Hooky Street. Hooky Street. Hooky Street. And that's how I spent my childhood. You're listening to the Russell Brand Podcast. Woo. with Backing vocals from Matt Morgan and Mr G on poetry. And what a podcast it's going to be for you. Possibly later we'll be talking to Noel Gallagher. We'll be talking about our new item, Telephone Neighbours. I'll be looking for a window into an adjacent studio and an attractive woman, what we're making here is podcasting
1: history, Matthew. Well, Def- we're trying to, but there is an attractive woman through the glass. It's a problem,
0: it's a problem because we're in a subterranean booth in a facilities house. Like last week, we did it XFM. You prefer XFM?
1: Uh, well, that's a bit awkward when there's oh. people come. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, oh, mate. No, I- no, not at all. <laughs> I-, I love the guys. You're so English. Here. A lot of oh. you think
0: I'm typically English? No. I think you're
1: so English. That's good, isn't it? That yeah, I love I'm, England. Well, actually, no, I mean, come on, I just mean like. Don't hurt It's their putting feelings. me on the spot, but I mean, now I'm... it seems worse because that was I'd have gone. No, I love it here. So I've obviously showed yeah, you... that, at, but they could win me over. You can be won over, whereas oh, my yeah.
0: mind's made up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you like? Uh, I like the woman in the aquarium. Yeah, but she's not going to be there all the time, right? Get out of this dump And she's putting you off Because you can't stop looking at her
0: so They're cutting some sort of football programme In the next booth I don't know what's happening there There's a woman There's a man And another woman I, yeah, and, you can, and I can see our own reflections So there's a hell of a lot of distractions Why don't we talk to some of the viewers Listeners Through what I call <laughs> Emails <laughs> Digital letters <laughs> See I know what I'm doing If you want to communicate with us Why shouldn't you At russellandmatt At audioborn <laughs> Dot com uh, Or you can leave us a, vi- uh, a voicemail if you want Just find out that number for yourself and you can upload your jingles, like this one. Why don't we listen to a jingle, Matthew? Because it really establishes what we know we're doing.
1: P-O-D-C-A-S-T. It's Russell and Matt and mister Jeep G-Podcast. I like
0: that. Who was that? Who was that? that that's that's was... talent. That's real talent, Matthew. That's a that was hip-hop a style. By... Ryan McDermott. No. Adelarks. Mellotron. Mellotron is a regular contributor of jingles, and I'd say is a real gifted jingler. Three, uh... Jingle on with another one. Another jingle, sure, sure. Yeah. You're listening to the Russell Brand podcast.
1: Every Wednesday an Audio Boom. Every Sunday an Audio Boom. With Matt Morgan and Mr. G they're going to shake the room.
0: Boom, shake the room. Boom. No, I don't like it. No I think there's too much focus on uh, the brand name, and I think it was—I I think that it was supplied by Audio Boom themselves.
1: You could like, have been actually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's like.
1: It, Where's cause... our advertising this week?
0: What, we've, right, we've no adverts on the <laughs> no show. Adverts. No one like you'd think me a viable commodity. Here I am with Matt Morgan, one of the great voiceover artists, Mr G, a fine <laughs> poet. We can't sell nothing. Why don't we just do adverts for companies that haven't yet give us no money, and then they'll probably they'll hear how good we are. Well, let's think of things we actually like. Sunblessed is that, that type. That's type of bread, isn't it?
1: you've fallen at the first hand.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? We don't even want that. Crumpet. i tell you what I like. Crumpets.
1: Yeah, but that's not one... You can't have an advert for crumpets. Crumpets.
0: How, are you a bit hungry, but you've had enough of toast, really? Crumpets.
1: Have you... Do you eat crumpets? I love a crumpet, mate. Oh, yeah. Traditional what, English, are What aren't are they I? made of? It's like a weird sort
0: of... Gunk. Yeah. I mean, that's the sort of thing a human being shouldn't be eating. Okay, um, right, let's think well, of a that's brand...
1: really bad advert for crumpets. Though. Yoga
0: classes. Ah why not go to I go to try yoga to do some yoga and it's it's quite bourgeois but let's face it everyone there is attractive it's a nice vibe everything smells of joss I don't like the
1: name try yoga but I think they're missing the trick because it's I know it's TRI isn't it like, mm, three, like three but it actually says hey, try yoga oh no oh, the Nova.
0: oh god bloody hell just <laughs> stood on your dog
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you're you're right it's a strange name no, let's say that we haven't got any adverts because we kicked back against the corporate system and we don't enough. have them. we don't want them they tried to give us, us a lot Money, but a lot of bread,
0: no. a lot of dollars, a lot of crumpets, but we turn it down. You can email us at russell and matt at audioboom Some people have already done exactly that, like this person, Connie. Hello, you strapping boys. Love having you back. We've missed Morgansky with the heat of a thousand suns. Quick question: What's the worst trick practical joke anyone has ever played on you? My friend once had a poo in my bathroom sink. I don't see how that's a. That's p- not a practical joke, is it? Not that's a practical like- joke. That's a dirty protest. There's a. I, I don't see that as. Like, a practical joke
1: is. There's got to be a revelation, hasn't there? Have you done yeah. any
0: on me? Have we done any on each other?
1: No, because I don't. You wouldn't react well to them. Yeah. It'd just be a awful awkward atmosphere. Because of my temperament, I don't like them. I don't like it.
0: I don't like anything upsetting me upsetting my my flow my rhythms yeah. over the years you've observed me I'm a sensitive man Matt aren't I mm. and you think I <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. even still after all these years away from each other coming back together to make these podcasts <clears throat> still very easy to get into state tension if we're not very careful with each other isn't it yes cuz you think I'm intense you're a little intense I'm an intense guy and what do I basically think about you <laughs> I'm English,
1: too English, <laughs> too English. I was once walking through Camden and there was a twenty-pound note on the floor. Uh oh! And I saw it, and I thought yep. someone else is going to see that. Someone else is going to see that. And I put my foot on the corner of it, and then when I bent down, it moved. Uh, and I went for it. I was on a, it was on a wire. Uh, film students, have, there's footage of that somewhere.
0: <laughs> if you are those I was film students about it.
1: Did you? Really? Yeah, why? Scurrying like, along? I was like, I'm going to get that. No one's seen it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. When they, when they sort of went, oh, mate, thanks for that. I was like, "Oh yeah, guys. <laughs> I, I, saw, uh, I saw the camera ages ago. <laughs> I'll just play along. <laughs> can I was just playing along. Can we burn the tapes? Uh, that's just
0: joshing. <laughs> Funny, eh? What people do for money. Right, yeah. I don't like being pranked very much at all, no. actually. But, like, I mean, I'll just sooner focus on the defecation aspect of the story, Matt, and tell you... That Splash Palace pool pooper has struck again. Oh, no. A mystery pool pooper or poopers has struck again in Invercargill Swimming Pool. I believe that's in New Zealand. Hello to anyone that's listening in New Zealand. I've been there before. I like your country. I respect you. It's the sixth Friday in a row someone has defecated in a swimming pool at the centre. Odd to defecate only on a Friday, like a fish supper. Not if
1: you're only there on a Friday. Uh I mean, that's already narrowed down the search, hasn't it? The suspects, looking for suspects, hmm. looking for clues. You're looking for someone who only goes on Friday, OK?
0: So it would well, be nice if we could crack the case of the Palace Pool pooper. Is
1: Is that their headline?
0: Splash Palace pool pooper strikes again. Yeah, that's what. That's the headline. So okay, so we need people in New Zealand to uh, let's just try and whittle away at this stool until that's all that's Poor. left is a
1: nub of truth. We have an item where everyone goes there on a Friday to do a poo to cover for the person. <laughs>
0: let's back up the pool pooper. <laughs> let's support this brave pool pooper. I, I, I myself, I have not ever defecated in a swimming pool. Yes, you have. Have I? Well, jacuzzi.
1: Y- jacuzzi. Well, that was urine. No, it wasn't. It had bits in it. <laughs> if that's your urine, then you should be very what worried. What do you mean?
0: Where did I poo it? Hold on a to second. You to
1: stand-up about it. You, yeah. you go into a jacuzzi with a girl um. and then shat yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, well, let's hold on. What you've done there, Matthew, is you like a typical tabloid newspaper sub-editor. You've removed context. I was allowing the jet to go near my private parcel round the rear.
1: So that's worse than what I said.
0: It relaxed it eventually... Tuscan bean soup. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That tight knot of rage eventually yielded, and, yeah, it did actually... I mean, uh, the girl that I was with didn't... It was at Champneys Spa. This was when I was a younger man, ten years ago. I saw Frank Bruno while I was there.
1: This is a good advert for Champneys. Champneys, whether the it's... Chacosa's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Bruno's there. Crying in the lobby. <laughs> Why not try Champneys, whether it's desperation
0: and failed dreams of a great athlete or human faeces. There's something for everyone. Champneys. (laughs) These. uh they shut the spa at night probably to stop troublemakers but i snuck in didn't i i snuck in by the changement
1: you know what they put chemicals in there overnight well i put faeces in there overnight (laughs) (laughs) fight fire fire with fire that's the chicago way i say i did that once and then found out later that they put loads of harsh chemicals in overnight you've always been a bit of a
0: wrongdoer A bit of a strayer from the path of righteousness around late night pools, of course, because it was you that jumped on the swimming pool cover, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. When we were staying on the Isle of Wight,
1: when we were cooking up with our pal, David Icke. Well, I I jumped on it and then it broke and then I fixed it. You didn't fix it. Well, I got the man to fix it and I... You went down the wrong road.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was the wrong road. That was known as the wrong road of Matthew Morgan.
1: A on, night of... on the same holiday where you were sleeping with the cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was going down the wrong road. <laughs> I didn't sleep with the cleaner. She must be dead now, because that was... <laughs> <laughs> She was getting on a bit then, wasn't she? I merely cuddled
0: her in the face with my waist. And if that's not loving, a waist face cuddle on the Isle of Wight. Back in days, as you know, back then, I was very, very mentally unstable. <laughs> this is not the proud man who stands before you now. So, 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 so I think that you were the worst baby on that holiday. Oh, yeah, day. of course, yeah. Well, no, I no, lifted I that woman's morale. Oh. You let off a fire extinguisher, whereas I gave something back to the her, community.
1: Probably, you've raised her stakes so high, she'll never match them. I mean, she's um, on the Isle of Wight as a cleaner. <laughs> she suddenly's having sex with a Hollywood star.
0: <clears throat> There's Ike lives on the island. Ike might put out. There's Parker's <laughs> prison. There's sort of, sort of one that the craze were temporarily there. Like I should just tell, I would say to that lady, work with what you can, and uh, apologies if they were for any trouble that I've caused you, either emotionally. Shall we go back to the faeces yes. story? <laughs> yes, our, please. Our first love. <laughs> <laughs> in the first instance of the, the first case of the palace pooper, a smidgen of faeces was discovered in the leisure pool. A smidgen. A like...
1: smidgen it sounds like a, a little smudge of it, not like a, <laughs> a, a solid floating bit. I
0: don't see how a smidgen can exist in liquid. It can't, because a smidgen sounds like a smear. It sounds guess, like it needs a yeah. solid to interact, exactly, interact yeah. with. So perhaps a nugget or a gobbin or a, a pellet. <laughs> a pellet is. I would accept that, that there could be a pellet. Was discovered in the leisure pool at the Splash Palace Aquatic Centre at four thirty. Aquatic Centre Manager Pete Thompson said the mode is dissimilar to anything else we have had.
1: What? <laughs> The mode? What's a How mode? do I know the mode of it? The mode? I don't know. Like, it.
0: what, the standard, the genre, the oeuvre? <laughs> the, this, this mode of communication is not like something we've experienced before. It's dissimilar to anything else we've had. It was a very tiny 10 cent piece size, which suggests it probably came out of a baby's nappy. <laughs> 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 10 cent piece size. It's been really analysed. A second, a second uh, of faeces was found later. The learner's pool was closed at 6pm when it was discovered. Thompson said the second faeces was extremely frustrating. How do you prove something is deliberate unless you catch them in the axe, Thompson noted. Some sort of coordinated attack is going on around the country. Daryl Gray, who was watching his grandson in the water, said dozens of kids were in the leisure pool when it was done. The man came along, spotted something in the pool and came back with his poop scoop and net Then he closed the pool. The pool was so busy it would be nearly impossible to spot the culprit, he said. The pool complex had cameras but not high-definition enough to pick up the red face of someone squinting, said Thompson. So even CCTV is no weapon against this kind of criminal ingenuity. Mm. So there we are. I mean... I don't. I suppose we don't want to dwell too long on the subject matter of unusual places because it sort of it drags us into the gutter, and we're people that are quite capable of talking, for example, about I don't know, Baudelaire, John Genet, That's just two French poet yeah, names. Yeah, there's probably
1: a higher level to take that sort of story too.
0: Well, uh, like it's situationism. It's a form of protest. Well, it might be a
1: form of protest. It might be someone who, you know, it might be an immensely liberating moment of anarchy for someone. Have Maybe you small... ever felt similarly? Well, liberated. No, I, I'm very retentive, so that would be the word. That Whereas I'm be, quite expressive. You're very expressive, so that you'd probably be able to do that. <laughs> Swim off and then go. Oh no! Look.
0: Yeah, I think I could if it was if the cause was right if I was doing it for justice or something. Well, I mean, I suppose should we try to move into an area that's sort of yeah, more let's go high, high. caliber? Yeah. Let's go high. We can do it. This is from Pete G in Paynton. I... Ah, you wanted to read this, I think, mate. Is this
1: the police one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, come on, you read this, this, Matthew. Okay, let me find it. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah, thank you. There we go. This is who we're backed by now. The police! The state! Hello Russell, Matt and G. I am what can only be described as a mega fan. I work as a police officer and for the past past five years I have used your podcast at the end of the day to relax my mind after particularly stressful shifts so I can actually get to sleep. It's good to see you haven't lost your intellectual yet juvenile nature, poo in the swimming pool, despite Mm. getting Mm. older. I think you've also regained your underground gritty vibe which is an achievement. To think you're both living your lives on the same island as me is a concept I find strange. So if you read this email out, it will momentarily connect our lives, which would be a weird experience. Pin, pin, belly bounce.
0: I like that that man's Pete reached G. out. Thanks, yeah. Pete G. Officer Pete G. Officer G. He's a policeman. Do you, uh...
1: How would that relax you? This can't be relaxing.
0: At the end of a long shift fighting crime in Paynton, the last thing I'd want to listen to is this kind of codswallop <laughs> <laughs> unfurling. Yeah.
1: I'd listen to classical music and So would bath. I
0: so would I absolutely there's no I wouldn't allow this into my life
1: it's nice that you know there's a a range of people enjoying our work
0: Yeah, it is because I think we should embrace the police. I met some people called the Kindness Offensive the other day. The Kindness oh, yeah. Offensive, there is a charitable, charitable organisation. They're going around in a psychedelic bus, spreading kindness where they can, using occupied buildings to uh, set up charitable endeavours. They get corporations to give them vacant buildings and they use them how they will. The Kindness Offensive fella, like, I went in their bus, they'd done it up as inside it was done up like a 50s diner. Right. Inside of a, a typical they live on London, the bus. No. they don't. They, they. I think they're volunteers. These people. I still could. I still don't fully understand what was going on. They took me into... Like I was. I was just driving up from Holloway Prison, women's prison, where I hadn't been. And then, <laughs> and uh, like Hang on the on way. What? <laughs> I mean, I, I was just drifting past the prison. Oh, right. I, I was just using the prison, Holloway Women's Prison, as a reference point. And, oh right. And any of those of you that listen to us behind the door. Doing time inside. Can doing you have bird. the internet when you're in prison? Yep, if you can get the uh, phone up your ass, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, what were you delivering? Respect. Phones then? Yep, delivering phones and contraband. No, obviously, I, wouldn't. I mean uh, but that's one of the great questions. How do you keep drugs out of prison? How do you keep contraband out of prison? You don't. You don't. Can't be <laughs> done, can it, G? It can't be
1: done. I'm surprised it can be done. It's yeah, It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's what the... that people can get drugs in prison. You've got a hat, so I mean, mostly, Matt, the great,
0: the great uh, unsayable is it must be the screws and prison workers that are taking it in there to right, have it in right. there in such quantities. So it's oh, institutionalised. It shows that even in the microcosm of a prison, you can't control drugs, and uh, it comes down to corruption. The what w- if they
1: just drug tested everyone every morning?
0: I mean, probably, when it comes to the crunch, you don't want everyone to be off drugs in prison, because it probably keeps people a bit more relaxed. Don't want <laughs> everyone yeah, too, nice. like, agitated. On the wing, on the landings. What, on? what if they're all coked up? Coked up. Last thing you need, making Unless they're uh, using it down, using that energy down the gym. Do you think we'd do well in prison, Matt? You and I. Um, <laughs> in the same cell, or I would prefer to be with you than a
1: stranger. Sexually, or
0: <laughs> I mean, I think we would just pass the time wouldn't we like making chess pieces out of soap. I
1: don't know what I'd do. Read books and work out. Although they tried to ban books in prison, that's they? out of
0: order, isn't it? That is disgusting. Just stopping people having access to education. Why would you do that? We could do podcasts from in there. Why we don't could. we do a prison podcast? G, could you sort that out for us? Yeah, definitely. There you go. G has just pledged podcast from a prison. What, like Brixton? Yeah, yeah. Brixton, Brixton prison. What if we come live from Brixton prison? Don't you think that would be a positive thing to do? Yes. Do you think we'd be unnerved while we're there? I hope you're all right. We'll be fine, won't we? Cavity <laughs> check. Huh? The cavity check. Cavity check, no problem. I'll do my own cavity check <laughs> on the way in and the way out and during the show. <laughs> I'll be checking away at those cavities near enough incessantly. Anyway, those people, the uh, kindness offensive, they told me that they can reach within people's. Con- like They sort of said that when they're getting corporate sponsorship, like they do, they've got 100 grand off Nestle, for example, they, just, they say that they can reach in beyond the person the way you present yourself like say with anyone say you've met like Rupert Murdoch or David Cameron or people that you would typically consider to be forces for evil on the planet they go like well no just talk to people like it's the part of them that's beautiful like and they said that when they're getting these sponsorships they just go
1: look come on mate you know how do they get the meeting? How do they get in there?
0: I don't know how, because really, when I met them, they were just guys with a colourful bus. But they've given six and a half million quid's worth of charitable donations since two thousand and eight. They've met up with Boris Johnson. They've got you know, they've got all of this real estate all over London. The kindness offensive. They're very interesting. But Do
1: like people like Nestle give the money so that they can yeah. say it publicly? Yeah. Basically, yeah,
0: yeah. It's basically PR. But I said to him, "Why would you do that?" He goes, "Well, look, everyone's saying we want these corporations to change, and here they are changing. Like you can't Mm. close that door to them. Like let them change, let them change." And they said that we sort of talk to people in this sort of way of like, "Come on, you know that's not the real you. Just come on, let's do this, let's do this thing. Like reaching through." And I said, "Is that one of the tenets of charisma? What is that? That thing of like trying to, like you know, whoever it is you're dealing with, whether it's like a policeman like that was listening to us, or it's like you know, like that. I've always thought myself I want to reach beyond." Beyond the thing that people are just giving you that sort of auto-pilot way that we go through the day, the kind of zombie version of mm, life, like yeah. in that film six Sense they're already dead, you know that metaphor of like really are we, we're, unless we're interacting in the moment we're not alive anymore unless we're present and spontaneous we're just tr- routinely trudging through the day, like to reach into that power person, do you think you could ever do it? Because I've always been greatly optimistic, I remember when like, I had that homeless person living with me that yes mm. he did eventually leave because he couldn't stand me and preferred homelessness to being with me, let's see that's <laughs> (laughs) A side note, but like you, I goes like, you know, like we he could have another chance in life. He could have have another chance in life. He could get a job in a garden centre, and you would know you'd just
1: get a phone call saying that like he disappeared and someone had nicked some shovels. Yeah. Yeah, but he was a special case in the sense that he'd given up. Like. He had those uh, leg wounds, or you know, like sort of like infected, yeah, ulcers on his legs. And we took him to the doctor, got him the tablets, and he didn't take the tablets, so he just didn't have any preservation of himself apart from sort of getting drugs, and you know. So Mm. I wonder if Mm. I think something had happened to him that has broken him. You know, so the point of where he wouldn't work at a garden centre, I think, this is good. Five pounds out. an hour.
0: Look at these gnomes. They're delightful.
1: <laughs> Beautiful spider plants. there are, yeah, there are people who that would, you know, an opportunity would change their lives. Because why is it
0: that we can't get people to tune into the ultimate reality of we're all basically in the same condition, We've got kidneys and lungs and infinite space and all of that? And, like, what the thing I, I'm always harping on about these days, mate, is, like, Whatever it is that makes your heart beat and your body create white blood cells, all of, like most of the things that happen in your anatomy are happening entirely unconsciously. The mm. seat of the consciousness, such a limited part of the being. Oh, I might go to a bus stop. Shall I put a hat on? You know, like the thing, the decisions we actually make are a tiny fragment of our actual existence, and then that happens within the broader context of nature. So. I wonder why we can't find more common ground. I wonder why people are so frequently caught up in selfish, mm. illusory things. You know, you
1: sent me that thing about how rich people are less kind yeah. and give less to charity percentage yeah, you owe me wise. five quid that... for that, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, people, it seemed to suggest that, like, say life's like a game and mm. they're winning the game, it makes them sort of dislike the people who aren't winning it. You're right. And they move further and further away. And then I suppose once you're rich, you want to protect yourself from people who aren't rich. Mm. And so it's like, you know, that's why, you know, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. It's like this divisive thing. But then the hope from that was that they spent time with them and after a while you break down the fact that they're rich and their humanity comes out and then they were quite nice in the game. So they were like giving money, weren't they? And give a percentage to... I think they were given $10 and they were told there's someone else in this game. And so, yeah. like, if you're nice, you'll take $5 and give them $5. If you're really nice, borderline stupid, you'll give them $10. But now yeah. you pretty much just go, well, I'll have $10. Do- Why wouldn't I take $10? Why would take all of it, you know? and get once they spent time with them and sort of humanised the other person they'd give them more money like so the
0: compassion is there in most cases another thing they did is they had someone at a zebra crossing and they noted the number of cars that would stop or slow down mm. and cars over a certain value wouldn't stop or slow down cheap cars would more generally sl- stop and
1: slow down than expensive cars so that's you know, just because is... you play the role so you're driving a. am driving a nice car out
0: of my way get out of my way you squares I'm in a lovely
1: oh here I go with my galloping. and it was against the law to not stop wasn't it it's like in LA I think it was in California so you you have to stop if someone's at the crossing. so they weren't just being cruel they're breaking the law Feel they that think the rules don't above ab-
0: the law. They think these people think they're above the law. These people. Well, so there is some sort of unifying essence within us. It's just it's very difficult to communicate with that. We tend to tune into different aspects of ourselves over the course of any day. I can find what I'm trying to do is not take. I'm trying to give over responsibility of everything. Listen, what I'm trying to do. I mess up all the time. Just think, right? The decisions I make and the thoughts I have are. Of- Pretty much no value at all. I'm just gonna just drift through life and just like whatever presents itself, go with it. And then I always forget that I'd said that this morning, and I'd just start sort of barking. That's my blanket? Blanket, please! Come on, hurry up! Fuck you! Yeah, uh, you know it's hard to maintain that kind of space, but you know I would. I'd value any input from a listener. Why don't you do a jingle, Matthew, to provide a bit of division? <laughs>
1: Russell Brand podcast in
0: demand and on demand available exclusively
1: to AudioGo. Fuck off!
0: <laughs> like, Who's that? What why, funny voice. Why are they like focused on that? Like
1: Tom Comey, that was
0: one of the ways that you could. Uh, one of the ways that we could reach across this divide is through a little game that was invented by a very bright young man called Matt Morgan ah yes now that game was Telephone Neighbours which encouraged people to ring the person adjacent to them in the telephone world add one digit to your phone number brilliant original idea brilliant original comic thinker a sort of an unrecognized hero of
1: British comedy in many ways, Matt Morgan. Okay, I know what you're doing.
0: He's I... lived too long in my shadow, this great original Shut comic up.
1: Mo- <laughs> I Well, no, look, I thought it was an original idea. I Googled it to see if it was, you know, taking the nation by storm. It mm. wasn't.
0: <laughs> but there, was one, there was one tweet about it, it.
1: No, it was on Twitter I was searching on. There was one tweet, and it was about this thing, a craze in Belgium, right? Called whatever the Belgique is for, or the Belgian for. Belgique.
0: Uh, That's a croissant uh, factory.
1: I know. Uh, for uh, it's not French. It's. Belgian, yeah. Um, telephone neighbours. They neighbors. speak French or Flemish in telephone Belgium. Telephone friend or whatever it is. It's, it exists. The Belgians it, have been doing even, it for ages. It's got the same name and it's add one to your phone number. Your whole concept. So I think, no. That you're a plagiarist. No, no. what I think is, like when nylon the was invented simultaneously mm, mm, yeah. in New York right, and mate. London, yeah. hence <laughs> getting the name yeah, nylon. It's that New York and yeah, London. It's yeah. that. It's telephone neighbours then. It shows <laughs> how important it is. It's <laughs> as important as your nylon, Russell.
0: <laughs> What's your <laughs> name? Next idea? Tintin? <laughs> <laughs> What's your next idea? Chocolates? Argandas? No, that's not them, is it? garden, Celeratoire? I'm just going to list all the Belgian French. things I know, and that's there ain't that Belgian. many. <laughs> Poirot? Well, there that's you it. go. Yeah.
1: See, there's loads of things being invented here, so who do we trust? Me? Or a Belgian? From a country of inventors? <laughs> <laughs> or a nation. Tintin.
0: Bloody Tintin? Yeah, I'm with you. So the Belgians have reverse plagiarised you. Yeah. Again. Again. Anyway, the telephone neighbours has been, well, it may not show up on the internet except in the region <laughs> of, uh, what is in Belgium? Georgia. What's Belgium? What's that? Maastricht? Is that Belgium?
1: Oh my God, Brussels?
0: Yeah. Brussels? Yeah, Brussels. <gasps> I'm like, this Bruges. is like one of those tests when they go, we asked 100 people to identify uh, the Prime Minister and none of them could. And one of them was Russell Brand. What an idiot. Yeah, I didn't know there one was that Belgian thing in town.
1: thing paper this week about identifying English towns. Yeah. But it said the top, these top English towns. So I thought, well, the top ones are London, Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool. But well, I was completely wrong. I got London and Birmingham right, but one was Sheffield. That's a top town. Well, yeah, but it was just like they are big places and most English people can't name, you know, can't place them on a map. On a map? Don't know
0: where they are. I think I'd know.
1: Yeah, we've well you've, you've toured a lot. I've
0: you? toured. I've toured. You've toured
1: this great land. Some people, though, have been affected in
0: a positive way by telephone neighbours. People that probably didn't know that you stole it from Belgium, like Will here. I rang my telephone neighbour, and the recipient was a man called Damien. He sounded Irish, so it's likely I was charged for an international call. I would re- appreciate a reimbursement. He was a nice guy. We were quite civil. I don't think we'll keep in touch. At first, he said, "I'm tired." And then he cursed. So there you go. Lace Ramel, you guys are a classic. I always look forward to hearing your randomness. Have you thought of trying international telephone neighbours? Anyway, time well spent. Look for more, forward to more. Psst. Matt, is Russell a personal space invader? Hey, hey, love you guys. Lacey Ramel. Am I a personal space invader? Um, not so much as you used to be, but
1: you were yeah. a loomer.
0: Yeah, I used to uh, loom. Yeah, loom a bit. I don't loom so much these days. You boys, balls, she says in brackets, maskeo, mas- are getting better and better. I've texted my telephone neighbour. I'm yet to hear back. You light up my life. That's from Fussbox.
1: That a lot of people actually use their telephone neighbour when they, you know, when you fill in a form and you think, I don't want to give them my real number. Yeah. They add one to it. So apparently, some people are scared to get in touch with them because, right. you know, they'll be there. It's a backlog.
0: I see. Telephone neighbours can be used for wrong as well as right. Some people here say lovely version of birds of a feather theme. They're going to just love our Fools and Horses, when one we've just done. And, if you, and uh, oh, mm, oh, dear. Telephone Neighbours reminds me of when I was little and rang random 800 numbers from the phone box with my mates and asked them weird stuff till they hung up. I think it could catch on. So, in a way, Matt, you know, I think that we've, we can't conclude that Telephone Neighbours,
1: whilst being plagiarised, is an absolute failure because I well, think... I think it's uh, going to build. Yeah. It's uh-huh. the sort of thing that, you know, you just need to keep pumping away at it.
0: I'd like someone to be... Like, it's a shame that none of us could successfully conjure up a telephone neighbour between us. Yeah, but let's not
1: let that kill the item. I, I, that, I tried, as you know, yeah, quite I tried. hard to call well, a telephone... I added a few numbers because, uh, like I said, my wife is my neighbour. But I don't know. How do they come up with numbers? There's not just a machine that does the next number. Well, I don't. You know, like to be honest, Matthew, I think it's really very bloody difficult to spot any
0: kind of system in mm, such a yeah, thing. Yeah, they're just random. There's no, there's no rhyme nor reason to it. Have you done anything over the course of this week that you want to bring to this podcast? Uh, let me look at my phone. I'm sure I've done
1: something. Because I have, I've opened a calf out of sheer justice. I've met kind people. Yeah, talk about your calf. I want to know about this. I, I remember you talking about it and I thought that'll never happen. It's yeah, opening. It's, it's opening on tomorrow and it's uh, people in recovery
0: from addiction are gonna work there. I mean, how do you run a calf really? And i thought I don't know how anyone does anything. Getting anything done is so bloody hard. Getting like in, like there's the graft involved in getting something
1: well, what's that actually? Was it you built a calf from scratch? It was an empty unit. I've obviously
0: not picked up so much as a trowel. I've done nothing at all. I just mooch around there a bit. So like, I try and act like I'm. Uh, when I'm walking around a building site, you know how to act. You've seen it on the television. Put a hard hat on. Mooch around, nodding a lot, hands crossed, bowing up back. like
1: the governor. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of a lot of mugs on that table. <laughs> <laughs> try I get those picked up, please. <laughs> You'll be back on the street in a week. <laughs> yeah, like that. I am. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you go around there? I've been around there. Yeah, every day of the weekend. What's well, well, so two like, days? When's <laughs> it actually? opens on Thursday. Doesn't yeah. It? We're all going to go down there. Yeah, you're going to come. I oh, might do. Yeah. You won't come. Well, I bet I've, you I've don't. I to move Miss Diary around so I can come down there. Yeah, I'd like it if watch you did. It. Yeah,
0: it'd be nice. Be it? I don't. I don't have to give a speech because Oh no!
1: You've got to give a speech.
0: You've made me give speeches in a lot of difficult Why situations. You going to smash a bottle of
1: champagne on the side of it, or do you, uh, you think that's bad? Uh, might as well burn taste. a crack
0: pipe <laughs> <laughs> in the doorway. Um, you made me give speeches at my stag do. I didn't want to do that. What What? You Where? said I had to give a speech. You said it tie the evening together. It was a disaster. Boy, in that strip club. No, Matthew, I seem to, well, we went, we did go to strip club and that was morbid and depressing. But prior to that, we were in a simple restaurant and you said, give a
1: speech. It will tie things oh, together. I was drunk. Well, it didn't that. tie that, things together, did it? I like did that, it? tap on a glass and say speech.
0: speech. Yeah, I know, you love that. Unless it's
1: your do. Person that's supposed to do the speech.
0: Great speeches we gave at your wedding, both brilliant. of us. We both did very well. And yet, have I seen the video? No. No video since. Well, no, we sent. haven't seen the video. On a further note, I'd like to, who's the name of that 10 year old girl? What? (laughs) The 10-year-old girl is like your
1: wife's niece or something. my niece, Ashley.
0: Ashley. I really liked her. Great kid, great kid, lovely dancer. She's got rhythm. But she made me dance on the dance floor, and I really got into it. And everyone else was... Well, there's a lot of people mooching about dancing. Then Ashley got bored and stopped dancing and drifted off, and then I had to carry on (laughs) dancing alone. And what's more is that our friend Hannah, who we work with, who looks after Matt... Saw me. She's not a carer. Yeah, come she looks like I'm your little put butt. <laughs> she saw me and she went, You had to carry on dancing there, didn't you? After that little kid abandoned oh.
1: you.
0: And like, like that I, I I hoped that no one had seen, but she had seen.
1: I hate that sort of thing. When when I was younger, I was mm. in a club. And uh <laughs> What kind? I, can you believe it? Um and uh <laughs> I was in a similar sort of situation and then to cover that gap where some girls had walked away from me dancing yeah. I grabbed my pint and drank it and it was it full of cigarette butts
0: and I styled it out well, That's difficult isn't it so the embarrassment led well, to further well, embarrassment I felt these
1: things bumping against my lip and I thought oh no oh, God. oh and I took a mouthful of it
0: You don't want nothing bobbing against your lip unless you're having a fruit punch
1: Yeah that's the only... Sangria. Uh,
0: sangria, that's all right. A bit of lip bobbins. I don't even yeah. like the salty rim of a margarita. Hello. <laughs> there were... Uh, I was dancing with some orphans in a Harry Krishna temple. I well, was dancing with children. <laughs>
1: we will be doing this show from a prison
0: soon. <laughs> 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 I was dancing with some... Get some advertisers, Dan. I can get adverts. <laughs> Drink. Uh,
1: Water.
0: D- Advertiser you could have. That'd be I'd nice.
1: Do, I, I could do one for a Cardo. Go on. Because they do... You know the food delivery people? Are a cardo. Sort of, I think it's part They're of They're not Waitrose. even part of Waitrose. Aren't they?
0: No, because I asked the delivery man once. I was chatting to him. So, so you've used them as well. And how did you find the service? <laughs> he was not at my house. He's he was doing just, it. He was, just, he was just down the street. And I goes ah, to right. him, mate, are you affiliated with Waitrose? Do they let you use your phone? Because a Sainsbury's bloke told me that his employers didn't let him take his mobile phone in his van because like, that's a bit out although you're a grown man but yeah
1: to stop him messing around the phone they give him a work phone for emergency numbers well i don't think that's that bad i've got a phone otherwise they'll just be sitting there texting why it might be not late. text well we are bit standing up for the common man all the time <laughs> i love the common my man shopping's late <laughs> no um i'm just saying like, yeah Okada, you, like Akardo, right? Right? you can do get it, um organic veg box right you know we were saying we we're all disconnected from nature well, I get an ve- organic veg box yeah, it's Delivered
0: it's all... by a van That's not very so organic I don't has about up.
1: the carbon footprint What I'm saying is It's got all the right minerals in it Because it hasn't been grown You know the earth uh-huh. that we grow Mass produced food in? It's got yep. no magnesium left in it it's No all... magnesium now No Balls So up. this stuff's good It's organic And it's it's like local And it's like in season So mm. it hasn't been So actually it's not like Brought from another country And the shitting bees Are all all Getting pissed off Yeah, what's happened to the bees? Don't you know about that?
0: Yep, I know about the bees. It's because uh, they put pesticides deep in the soil and uh, so the bees will
1: grow up to be idiots. (laughs)
0: It's all right, it's all right No bees on my Hang sa- on,
1: you start talking about dancing with children in India I was dancing
0: now, with some children As soon
1: as the legal side of it came up You changed the subject <laughs> Actually, i better back off on this one They were orphans anyway,
0: so what am I going to do? No, I was, uh, with some, <laughs> I was dancing with some orphans in a temple in India And uh, at first, like, like, I was with the Harry Krishnas I was in a Harry Krishna village It was great, mate, you would have loved it When I arrived, everyone was singing like the Harry Krishna versions of Christmas carols All they were dressed up in blankets I was dressed up in blankets dressed in a blanket we arrived in the village at night and they were like all singing Hare Krishna Christmas carols I thought this Chris- is <laughs>
1: they don't celebrate Christmas do they well whatever
0: it is you know like, whatever it is they're into they were singing about it right, it, right, it okay. was around Christmas they were singing songs that's them songs <laughs> that's them mate songs <laughs> you know it's like a Christmas carol but don't get confused it's not Christmas about Wednesday Michael like- Jackson done a lot of Christmas carols <laughs> and they weren't about Christmas that's all <laughs> Mom, <she's>
1: about zombies <laughs> <laughs>
0: michael james's best christmas carols it was about a special time christmas with the zombies they come up out of the ground all over the garden they was love it happy christmas michael one and all <laughs> uh like they i arrived there in the village and they greeted me now say indiana jones
1: all right indiana jones he's arrived in a village
0: the, the children of the village the villagers the ladies with the headscarves on they love indy don't are they are you
1: seeing yourself as indy
0: yeah, in this one,
1: I'm in. You wouldn't have a blanket. I only had a leather jacket, a hat, and a whip. I'm
0: talking about the women. They've got the blankets on. Oh, okay. and me, yeah, I With did all. Su- yeah, on. I didn't yeah. have a blanket. On. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I was in India. I was trying to fit in. Okay. Then they took us to our... Everything there on that village was ecologically sound. Uh, all the solar energy panels providing all the electricity, waste neutral, meaning even the human faeces goes back into the soil. And first of all, I was like, well, that's impressive. That's bloody impressive. That even your wee and your... It goes back into the soil and is being used for... Where den- the food's grown. They showed me the papaya plants, what they were calling poo okay in a sort of a joke, a religious people joke. You know, religious people do a joke like a vicar or whatever. <laughs> we, uh,
1: we, we sometimes uh, playfully call it uh, a poo oh, Because it tastes of shit and it's made of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: keep this one in my bottom. <laughs> like yeah, they, they showed me the poo area. And like far from marvelling at the ingenuity of a waste-neutral ecological system,
1: I just thought... You spat Ugh. out your papaya and went, Oh,
0: you, you're sick! are you doing? You pikies, man! You mean you're <laughs> eating shit? Go and get me a Burger King! Yeah, I I, I was, I Don't did not that word. Uh, I apologise to anyone who's offended by that. That was out as. That's bang out as me doing that. Well, and no,
1: where we grew up, both of us, that, that meant. That was normal. It just meant cheap, didn't it? I didn't know that yep. was a derogatory term for. To Irish travelling folk,
0: and didn't I'd I'll li- donate some money to them. All of the advertising revenue from this week's show is going to Traveller Communities. <laughs> just, just by way of apology. Yeah, I do well, apologise. Exactly. I shouldn't be racist. I've got to learn my bloody lesson. No, you lesson. weren't
1: racist. What is it, I am Everyone's again? so touchy these days. Uh-oh. Right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sticking up for Clarkson. I think he's racist
0: there I was dancing with the orphans down the uh, temple no like like I was very impressed by some of the things cows lovely friendly cows to cuddle up to nice meditating chanting then 4 o'clock in the morning no no this was the night time we did a sort there was a sort of a festival ceremony I got a night they gave a speech about me and that I'm nice like one of the priests did
1: right and then there was a bit because they hang on butter me up I suppose oh right to you sort of thing yeah everyone was there all the monks I see where the monks live no, look, this bloke's all right, guys. He's nice. No, he's all
0: right. That's he's one I of think. us. Yeah, that's it. There's a bit where I goes to look at the monk's quarters. I goes to one monk, where do you sleep? And he went over there and done a gesture. And I thought he was pointing at a doorway down which there'd be a corridor. And right. at the end of that corridor, perhaps there'd be a bed. But actually, what he was pointing at was a bit of wall and a bit of floor. And that's what he slept on, is really? that bit of floor by the wall. Well, because of his, like... He's a monk. That's what they do. If you're a monk, you basically just knock everything on the head. Really? None of them. No monkey business. You eat simple foods. You recognise that everything you were pursuing was pointless. Go and have a kip on the floor by the wall. Get up, meditate. I mean, they seem happy. They're saying, like, you know, you're going to lose everything when you die. Don't get involved with it. It's a complete waste of time. You're only going to get down in the dumps when it don't work for you. Chasing after dreams. Chasing after
1: money. Chasing after all of these various forms of illusion. Go and kip on the floor by a wall. Do they have a, like a little thin mattress or anything?
0: This Is guy like- just had a mosquito net and a blanket. That's pretty hardcore. I mean, that is you believe in God, then and you can't argue that. Like, he seemed pretty happy. He was clever as well, really clever. He, uh, he was only a young bloke, probably younger than me. He was like thirty, probably, and he's really, you know, had to, just, he knew the score. Mm. Good chat.
1: What do you, what do you sleep on as a visitor? You get an alright room.
0: It's right not there. that good though. It's like a single bed, and like all of the bricks in the room are made out of like I don't know some sort of thing that ain't had to go in a kiln, like, what, like bricks, mud. That's awesome. <laughs> them. <laughs> then they do like Christmas cows, right? <laughs> and then their shoes—they're like ice skating <laughs> boots, but like not with the blade on
1: the bottom. Why were you there? Uh to- like is it a holiday thing, well I was
0: in it? India yeah I was just going around India when I um, we're at the festival just at the festival there was a, that festival dancing bit they tried to get me to dance and I noticed they were filming I thought I don't want to be filmed dancing still recoiling from the memory of Matt's wedding being tricked into dancing by that 10 year old and then just abandoned me and left me like and I thought, the adults wanted to dance I thought no and then the children came over and, come on and then it was, again it was a bit like Indiana Jones as well. I see too much of my life through the filter of Indiana Jones mm. films I recognise that now particularly as Indiana Jones films didn't really ever centre on Indiana dancing with children, I don't know if that's ever in it. I mean, he was in temples, wasn't he? The Temple of Doom, yeah. for example, he went to. But then that was dancing was peripheral to the plot. Mm.
1: If it, it wasn't if, central, was it? No way. There wasn't like he didn't have to dance to get that pebble it was back. More of him just punching people, punching and Mola punching Ram. them once, and then they just never get back up again. Cracking the whip, A stupid noise going, <laughs>
0: crash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lot of sound effects. And I danced with those children. I lost it in the end. Like, you know, oh God. You,
1: you Come know, on. there's a point of dance where you don't know what you're doing. Well, well, like... That's good, isn't it? You lost yourself in the dark. what you meant you lost it. Right, get out, you yeah, bloody
0: could. orphans! No wonder your parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, too much. Too much, (laughs) yeah. But the orphans aren't here, and that was a comical character doing that, yeah. And that comical character was I Am. Well, so I danced like it was amazing actually. I invented a dance move that I like to think might live on in the temple community to this day. Where I was doing like, I thought the way to dance with these children is to act out little parts. So I was pretending to fight, I was using weapons, I was firing a bow and arrow, and the bow and arrow really caught on. The orphan kids loved it, they were all firing bow and arrows back at me. Mm. It was great
1: by the end of it. I was just so tired to stop those things
0: yeah it is and then when they went after the dancing it turned back into a serious bit about this talk about the lord and you know oneness and unity and metaphysics and our obligations and they all
1: invisible bow and arrows yeah and
0: I was pulling stupid faces as well just to keep the vibe going because I'd, I'd won their attention by now and their trust and I didn't want to ruin that so while some of the monks were chatting about the lord and whatnot, I just just monkeying
1: around. There's a video of that somewhere, without the context of the children. It's just <laughs> you go, oh, 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 oh yeah, got in that. Yeah. So that's why dancing with children is to be undertaken with a degree
0: of caution. It's not like you see on a like a film, where it's a girl standing on a man's feet dancing. You
1: know that yeah. one. It's good though. If you're uh, is shy of dancing, the, the child bridges the gap because you can just yeah be with a child. Yeah, that's all right. But it's worse to dance at a wedding. Like what I hate is the when you're pushed up to dance. I can dance when I'm ready. Yeah. But if it's too premature, especially if I don't know the song. Ugh. Yeah. I'm not good at anything prescriptive at no. all. Any sort of, oh, this is the time we have fun now. What? Don't like it. No, I don't like it. I'd rather not be involved. <laughs>
0: Now, let's do a news story and start thinking about how to wrap this up. Do you want to hear about a poo bus? I feel like we've talked about it a lot. We've talked about poo a lot. And I, and I don't think it's good
1: for us, Matt. I think but it also, drags I us mean, it does link down. In with Yeah, the poo bus does La- run on poo, so it's similar to your okay, thing. Okay, okay. Well, but I think they want it to be called a bio bus.
0: Well, let's respect them, but we also have got to read the article. Britain's first poo bus, which runs on human and household waste, goes into regular service this month. Powered by biomethane gas, the bio bus will use waste from more than 32,000 households along its 15-mile route. How? Operated by First West of England, the bus will fill up at a site in Avonmouth, Bristol, where sewage and inedible food waste is turned into biomethane gas. The bus which can seat up to 40 people was unveiled last autumn. Well, I think that's fantastic, actually. I mean, it's a very positive thing, and these are the kind of solutions we have to look towards, but it's hard for them to clamber past the poo bus image, isn't it? Why did the
1: word Avonmouth make you go, and then you said sewage and didn't react?
0: Because Avonmouth, I really could envisage that, like as an a sort Avon of a
1: lady's mouth
0: <laughs> <laughs> that image is I find alluring <laughs> an Avon lady sort of a bit milfy no offence oh, a bit of a sort of a saucy aunt comes round trying to sell you some hand cream you don't get Avon ladies now didn't your mum be an Avon lady she did yeah that's when I got bitten by a dog <laughs> she palmed it off onto me <laughs> she <laughs>
1: what do you mean she Oh, well she no she said go and put this through that door and then me and my what sister it? ran to the door an yeah. Alsatian <laughs> Oh, right. What was the thing? It was like an Avon booklet with some lipstick or something. I don't know. And then I was running to the door, and my sister stopped running and turned the other way. And I thought, this is easy. I'm winning the race. (laughs) There's a sound of like a chain being pulled, and an Alsatian bit me quite badly. Whereabouts on the body? On the thigh. Oh, mate. How How old was you? I don't know. I don't know. Six, I reckon. But I had to have um, stitches and stuff. It was bad. Plus, child labour laws were breached. Well, of course. I mean, I tried to sue. The dog guy, when they told me, I think I've told you this before, they said, they sat me down and went, that dog had bitten other people as well and it's been put to sleep. And I just felt, good. (laughs) <laughs> Did you? I you didn't, didn't feel any compunction or no. like that poor dog, you felt I was upset I hadn't watched the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wave him off. You'd have had to have been in the gallery watching the, the- uh, it was a horrible dog, He was all like grizzled and he was jumping up on his own and like, oh he's never bitten anyone else before and he had all blood down his t shirt from the dog and I meant thinking that's my blood <laughs> Your blood all spattered up a bloke's front. Yeah, and then I was scared of dogs for most of my childhood. I know, you still moan about it, don't you?
0: Well, what we've come to there, Matthew, is something by way of conclusion via a ramble, but to make some sense of it all, why don't we turn to a man who's been doing rhyming for money... All his life, and he's not about to stop now. And also, as a side note, and in fact, a centrifugal point, this poem can be won by the person that's given the best contribution to the show—the best email, the best jingle, best whatever. I'd like to
1: say it's probably me with some of my chat. Well, you've done a lot of work. And what about that policeman?
0: Let's give it to that copper. Let's send him because he said that he'd really love it. What was his name? Pete G. Yeah,
1: Pete G. Yeah. Pete
0: G. A poem is coming to you, Pete G. From painting your brother from a different kind of mum. G is going to send you that poem and. And here is the poem that you, Pete G., will be sent a summary of the show. Mr. G., everyone. This poem's called Waste
1: Not. We all have a part to play in recycling. As today's fossils form tomorrow's fuel so even the elements of our decay can surely help to recreate life's future diamonds yet we all share the same cells we all emerge from the place where the crumpet dwells so on an organic level community spirit can excel unless it gets corrupted by legislated paper and metal so dance dance wherever you may be whether it's in an ancient holy temple or playing pranks on Hookie Street.
0: Yes, Mr G! He's stitched back to balls and horses. That is coming to you, Pete G, policeman.
1: Yep, should we all sign it?
0: I'm not signing that, not for (laughs) policeman. not after that point, no, of course. We'll all sign that together. Um, Do you feel okay about the show, Matt? Yep. Ups and downs, ups and downs. a few
1: things, maybe, that need... Well, I used some hate speech. Used some hate speech. I think I might have said something odd. I can't remember, but well, I've got that feeling in my tummy that I've done something wrong. Right. <laughs> I think that's just your basic personality. Thank you. Brought to you by Audio Boom.